This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Praise God. Hallelujah. God is good. All right. I want to sincerely thank my father and my mother for the opportunity to share God's word with you. Never take it for granted. Amen. And you know, it is wisdom to know when whatever you are doing is working because of the grace that is backing you, right? This is very good wisdom. So I stay in my place. So thank you, sir. Thank you, ma. <laughs> thank you so much, ma. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right, let's go into God's word this morning. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. Hebrews 11, verse 3. We're going to read it, and then we'll sit. Hebrews 11, verse 3. The Bible says, can we read it together? One, two, let's go. The word of God, that the things which are seen were not made. Can you give me this verse in the Amplified Version? I want to show us something. All right. Can we read it together? One, two, go. By faith, that is, with an inherent trust and enduring confidence in the power wisdom and goodness of God, we understand that the worlds, the universe, ages were framed and created, formed, put in order, and equipped for their intended purpose by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. Somebody shout amen. amen. This morning, um, I want to share with us on what I've titled The Creative Power of Your Words. Amen? The Creative Power of Your Words. You may please be seated. The Creative Power of Your Words. Now, the Bible says, through faith we understand that the walls were framed. You know, in the first service, Pastor Damala began to share with us on the fact that our destiny in God is to win. So we have two choices in life. We either win or we good. And then in the second service, I began to share on this same subject. And I spoke to us from Proverbs 18, verse 20, 21, which says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof telling us how powerful our words are. Our words are creative in nature. So, in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3, we see that even the world that we can see was created by the words of God. God spoke the world into existence, meaning your word will always create your world. Your word would always create your world. Praise God. Now, 
Can we go back to Genesis chapter 1? In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, from verse 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And then verse 3 says, And God said, God begins the Bible, showing us that even him has faced a chaotic situation before. So you are not the first person. You look at your life, you say, well, I, things might not be looking well. God has faced something like that before. But you see, rather than dwell on the problem, what did God do? The Bible tells us, Hebrews 11 tells us that God spoke. So he framed, he put in order. <laughs> he organized the world by the words of his mouth. So in Genesis chapter 1, we begin to read that there was a chaotic situation. The earth was without form and void. The Spirit of God was hovering upon the face of the waters. But nothing happened. You see, God's power, God's Spirit can be living in you. If you do not speak, nothing would happen. So, after God got his spirit to move, verse 3 says, And God said, verse 6, And God said, verse 9, And God said, verse 11, And God said, verse 14, And God said, verse 20, And God said, verse 24, And God said, verse 26, and God said, verse 31, and God, no, saw. <laughs> he said, 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 and he saw. What do you want to see in your life? Rather than just desiring it, saints, begin to say it. Don't stop at desire. Put the word of God in your mouth and begin to say. Because your words have creative power. When God made man, the Bible tells us, Genesis 1.26, that God made man in his likeness and image. What does that mean? He made us to function like him. If God created the world by speaking, our worlds would only be created by what we say, positive or negative. Now, I want to explain something very important to us, and I want you to follow me here. Now, in, from Genesis, we learn a very powerful principle. When God wanted to create the waters, or the whales rather, the fish, and all of the animals in the sea. The Bible says God, and if you read it, God spoke to the waters, and the waters brought forth fish, whales, and all of that. The day you move a fish or a whale out of water, what happens? It begins to die. When God wanted to create plants, the Bible says God spoke to the land, and the land brought forth plants. The day you remove a plant from the ground, what happens? 
it begins to die. And you can read the whole of Genesis 1 and you see that principle come across because there is something called the law of sustenance. The law of sustenance states that whatever produced the thing would be the same thing that what? Oh, you guys are good students. Ah, I love this church. I'm telling you. Whatever what? Produces would what? Sustain it. Now, if God created the world and the God created even you by his words, what do you think will sustain you? Words. That's how powerful words are. Now, there are different kinds, or I, I, I might want to call them levels of words, right? Or you could call them confessions, right? Two kinds of confessions. Yeah, we have the negative, and I don't want to talk about that. That's not our desire. So, <laughs> confession, right? We have what we call positive confession. What is positive confession? When somebody is saying something positively, isn't it? You don't need to be a Christian to operate what? Positive confession. I mean, if I am saying my life is going on well, I'm happy, you know, and, and you know, for some of us who might have gotten exposure into some of these things, you see there are, there are things, that, if, I mean, people on the other side of the world, right, they have different, they call them words of affirmation, you know, say these words to yourself, I begin to feel happy, <laughs> and you, you know all of that, because there's something called positive confession, and it is a principle that God has created and placed on the world, and I've explained why, because he made man, regardless of whether he's born again or not, to have certain abilities like him. Now, can you put up my slide? I want to show you something. So, some years back, um, some experiment was conducted. And um, from this experiment, they discovered that the human body can be said to be made up of approximately between 60% to 55, depending if you are a male or female, right? Of water. Meaning that a large part of who we are, physically speaking, is water. And um, your kidneys, your liver, there are different percentages of the constituent of the human body. So you have your liver is made of a certain percentage of water, your kidney, certain percentage of water, all of that. And so the human body, generally speaking, has a large chunk of water. And it varies from adult male to adult female to children. Praise God. Now, someone conducted an experiment. So, conducted an experiment, and what he did was that he discovered that when you carry water and you begin to speak to water, depending on the kinds of words that you speak to that water, if that water, if you can look at it under the microscope, the molecules of that water will begin to take a different shape. This experiment, natural experiment, different shape. If you are speaking words of love to the water, that, oh, water, you are wonderful. Oh, water, you are looking good. They discover that the water begins to take a certain shape. You know, when you look at water under the microscope, at the very barest minute, you can call them 
crystals, right? So, this is the guy who did the experiment, Dr. Masaru Emoto. Next slide. So look at this. He discovered that when you expose water to heavy metal music, you know heavy metal music? So those of you rock music, bang, 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 bang. Uh -huh. Said so the water particles, this is the shape. You can see it above. When you look at the water and you are speaking, and what you are saying to the water is, you make me sick. I will kill you. Under the microscope, that is how the molecules will start to look. When you look at the water and you are speaking words of, you say, you, are, you do remember Adolf Hitler. He will kill you. <laughs> he begins to look that way. But he discovered that when you begin to look at water and you are saying, thank you, you are speaking positive words. You see the crystals forming very well. Good shape. Law of appreciation. You can see it. Mother Teresa, of course, because, well, she was known to be a woman of love. You see the water starts to form. Now, this is the interesting thing. Remember I said a large chunk of the human body is made up of what? So what do you think happens to you when, say, I don't even know how I am feeling. What do you think happens to your body? Naturally speaking, I'm not even going into scriptures now. Because a large part of your body is made up of water. They discovered scientifically that your body begins to respond. The water molecules in your body begins to respond to what you are saying. Now, to strengthen this thought, there was another experiment conducted for plants. So it was a plant experiment. They took bean seeds and they said, let's plant them. They took about 30 of them, created three different you know, buckets, put soil in each of the buckets, and 10, 10 seeds. And then they said, you know what? Plant 10 here, plant 10 here, bean seeds. And they discovered that one of them, they were going to expose that particular plant to what they called the speech given by Martin Luther. Do you remember the I have a dream speech? Good, because if you listen to that speech, the speech speaks a lot about unity, you know, freedom. Speaks, I mean, you need to listen to it if you've not. And so they were going to be exposing it every day for 15 days to Martin Luther's speech. They took another bucket, the plant, right? Began to expose it to Adolf Hitler's speech where he spoke about hate, spoke about death, spoke about killing people, segregation, and all of that. Then the third bucket, they said, well, we'll just leave it. We won't expose it to anything. Now, this was audio recordings. You know what they discovered after 15 days? Can you go to the next slide? After 15 days, now what they discovered was the plant that had Hitler's words spoken to it grew, but it grew about 65 cm in height. They discovered that the people, the controlled, they called it the controlled group, the one that had nobody speaking anything, grew 83 centimeters. The one that had positive words of I have a dream, grew 85 cm. Next slide. Now, what, this, was, this is a picture. So it was an experiment, real life experiment. So the one on the first, that's Hitler's, okay, you can see it there. Hitler, control group, king. So you can see he grew the tallest. 
Now, these are natural words being spoken, not even scriptural words. Because we have something called positive confession, which is powerful. But, saints, listen to me. There is a level of negativity that positive confession cannot handle. For example, if a person is dead, person has died, well, I don't know if you've heard, I have not heard of a situation whereby they began to speak to the person, wake up, wake up, and the person got up. Have you heard of that happen before? Because there is a level of negativity that positive confession alone cannot have, as powerful, and I've shown you, as powerful as it is, positive confession cannot handle certain levels. Then we now have our advantage, which is scriptural confessions. Now, scriptural confession is positive, it's not negative. But you see, there is something about declaring the word of God. The word of God has life inherent in it. So when you declare God's word over a circumstance or situation, it is not just positive confession. It is scriptural confession. Scriptural confession. Scriptural confession. Words directly from the throne of God. You know, in John chapter 6, verse 62, the Bible says that the words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit and they are life. Now, let me show you a scenario. Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel 37. It's a very, very powerful story. The Bible says from verse 1, The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of what? Bones. Verse 2, And caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were, you know, there are no meaningless details in the Bible. Now, if the Bible didn't need to say they were very dry, it already started with very full of bones. Naturally, bones should be dry, right? But it says here, they were very dry. So that, for emphasis, you know that these bones, this situation, very hopeless. Verse 3, and he said unto me, this is God speaking to Ezekiel now, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest, sharp guy. Verse 4, again he said unto me, prophesy unto these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live, and I will lay sinews upon you, and will bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Verse 7. So I prophesied. Now, God had said those things, but nothing happened though. Because you see, God has said in his word. But the reality in your life would appear when you say what he has said in his word. So God had said it. God was saying everything. But the Bible verse 7 says, so I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, what happened? There was noise. And behold, a shaking, and the bones came together to his bones. Ah, 
Ah, hey, hey. Every time I read this story, that part gives me goosebumps. Do you know what it means, bone to his bones? Let me explain. It means, you know, they were different because if you read the story to the end, so different, there was an army. So one person, while they were fighting, you know, they chop off the head. So the skull was at this end. The body, after they chop off the head, you know, this is, let me not say the wood. So after they chop off the head, the body still moved forward. Say, hey, and the body fell here. <laughs> Then the, as they were excavating, the femur went here. The hand was down there. The Bible says, as he began to prophesy, remember, set in order by the word, the head says, where's my body? Where's my body? It will fit into this, but I said, no, this is not my body. You go, <laughs> this is not my body. You go, and he located its body and got attached to his body. The leg was moving. He says, wait, I'm looking for my body. I'm looking for the body. And if it's everything, bone to his bone, no mistake, better than any orthopedic doctor can do. <laughs> what made it happen? Words. That's how powerful our words are, especially when we are speaking the word of God. We are saying what God has said. He spoke, and then you speak. And then things begin to happen. You begin to set your life in order. You know, in Jeremiah chapter 22, verse 29, the Bible says, this is Jeremiah speaking. It got to a point. Jeremiah was in what you would call a fix. And Jeremiah looked around. He said, ah, who, who should I call? Is there anybody around? He said, you know what? Jeremiah, 29, he said, oh, earth, earth, hear the word of the Lord. Even the earth hears the word of the Lord. <laughs> Do you know that when you speak words, God can organize somebody from Canada to travel all the way from Canada to do something else. And then the real reason the person came was for you. And we've seen these things. I'm telling you. You know, you begin to speak these words. Somebody far away in South Africa your name begins to come to their mind that I just want to do this person good. I want to do this person. You, you are in Nigeria here saying, you know, I walk in the favor of God. And God is saying, oh, you walk in the favor. You know, I want you to understand that when we speak God's word, even the elements of life begin to cooperate with us to make that word come to pass in our lives. You get to the front of your shop, rather than saying, you know, I don't know if we will sell today, oh. You say, hey, Father, I thank you for this shop because this shop is visible to everyone. In the name of Jesus, I send forth angels to bring customers. And all of a sudden, people, they are going. They don't know why is this shop. They are going. Everybody is coming there. <sighs> you know, I want to show you something. Psalms 103. Psalms 103. One of the things our word does is that it commissions angels on our behalf. Psalms 103, verse 20. The Bible says, 103, verse 20, it says, Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandment, acting unto what? Saints, acting what? You see, when you put the word of God in your mouth, I want you to understand, and you speak God's word, 
one of the things that happens is that your angels get active. They begin to look for ways to make sure that word comes to pass. There are lots of us, our angels are very, they are not doing anything. They be, in fact, they've grown pot belly. Because they've not been doing anything since the day they gave birth to you. I mean, you, you just let them, they're just walking around. Because the words you are saying are not the words they respond to. They respond to the word of God. So when you are saying, hey, I'm finished. I'm, they say, well, this is not the ones we respond to. They are looking at you. Ah, but when you begin to say, all things are working together for my good. They say, hey, this, this, this is the kind of word you respond to. They get into action. Saints, put your angels to work. Put your angels to work. I remember many years ago, I was traveling, coming from Abuja. I traveled with someone. And we got to the car park. <laughs> and you know these guys who come to the car park, you know, at that time, you know, we're entering, um, um, what do they call this stuff now? Station wagon, right, from Abuja. Now these guys who will come and they will pray, pray, they are going somewhere. It's the money, that's where they are going to. So <laughs> the guy came and he prayed, prayed, prayed. And while praying, you know what he said? He said, ah, in the name of Jesus that your blood will be bitter in the mouth of the devil. I said, <laughs> I looked at the person beside me. I said, who is he talking to? It can't be us. Because if your blood is bitter, they've tasted it. You are dead. So there's no point. Whether it's bitter or sweet, <laughs> you are gone in the first place. He said, your blood will be bitter. I said, ah, no. I said, this can't be us. You know why? He said, I, because our own confession is that we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. We dwell under the shadow of the Almighty. He says, I would say, the Lord is my refuge and my fortress. In him will I trust. That is why, later on in the chapter, chapter Psalms 91, he says he will give his angels charge over you. He's not, he doesn't just give his angels charge over you. It's your words. It conditions the atmosphere. Conditions the atmosphere. I fly a lot by virtue of the work I do. I mean, people have asked me, how do you do I don't even think about it anymore. I just enter into the plane. I see, they say, hey, what about that pastor? That I don't know what the pastor believed, though, and I don't know what the pastor said. Me, I know what I am saying. That you see, I step into the plane. Everybody in the plane is safe because I'm there. So I sleep, I walk, I do anything else. And when I land, I leave. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Saints, look at your life. And begin to speak the words of God. God's word is more powerful than positive confession. Positive confession is good and I've shown you the effect. But you see, there is something more powerful about putting God's word. You know, in Romans chapter 3, you know how Paul says it? He says, what advantage at the Jew? Ah, he looked at all of life and the circumstance and situation. He said, ah, what is our advantage? He says, but unto them were committed the very words of God. Another version says the oracles of God. God's word. Do you know what it means when you put the word of God in your mouth? God's word is not only for reading. God's word is not only for meditating. As powerful as all of that is. But God's word is also for what? Speaking. Because it is in speaking you release God's power. So saints, what should you start to do after this service? Look for an area in your life. Is it your finances? Is it your health? Any area. Look for that area. 
Ignore the circumstances and situations. Forget how much they are selling bag of rice now. It's Christmas season and people are bothering and talking about all of those things. Yes, it's bad and it's pitiful. I hear that. But you see, you know what your confession should be? I give out things in billions. I give out things in billions. That is the way I think. Before I had the first car, in fact, before I bought a spoke of a bicycle, <laughs> my confession had always been, I give out airplanes and jets. I don't pray, Lord, I receive airplane. No, 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 no. I've gone beyond that. You know there are levels in this thing, right? So there's a higher level. Because you can't give out what you don't have. So I give out houses. I give out cars. I give out jets. I feed the hungry. Can't you see how pastor talks? You, I don't know if... Do you, do you, you see how pastor talks? I mean, we're in this place, and pastor says, we'll build hospitals, and we'll let people go there free of charge. You know, we'll be... That is the way to speak. You are creating and you are sending sound codes into the realm of the spirit. What is happening is that the elements of life are hearing you. The earth is hearing you. Wind is hearing you. Because all of them have ears. In Mark chapter 4, Jesus spoke to the wind. <laughs> you are not hearing me. <laughs> the elements of life have... Your car has, can hear. Don't think it can hear. When I buy a car, the first thing I tell the car, I say, this car, you cooperate with me. Have you heard me? You cooperate with me. So, uh, major breakdown. Say, ah, the car broke down. They towed the car. It doesn't happen to me. Because I condition these things with my words. I condition it with my words. Very deliberate about it. Very deliberate about it. What are you saying about your career? What are you saying about your job? Are you saying you don't have a job? What are you saying? They say, ah, I don't have children. Ah, no, not you. You know, the Bible says, single barren. <laughs> so what should you be doing? Just be singing and be blessing the name of the Lord. Put the word of God in your mouth and let the word of God take you over. Trust me, saints, living according to God's word is beautiful. It's beautiful. Pick that area in your life and then look for scriptures. Begin to meditate on them, but don't stop there. Begin to speak the scriptures. You know what you'll be doing? You'll be channeling God's power in that direction. And you know what happens? Anytime you channel God's power in a direction, testimonies happen. Can you rise up on your feet this morning? Can you shout out loud God's word? I'll put it in my mouth. God's word? I'll put it in my mouth. Keep declaring God's word. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> Keep declaring God's word every day of your life. Right where you're seated, I want you to begin to shout out loud. I am blessed. I'm a success. All things are working together for me. My light shines brighter and brighter in the name of Jesus. Today, and upward, I'm going forward in the name of Jesus. No backward movement for me. 2022, hands on a high note for me. 2023 is beautiful for me. I cannot die. I live to declare the works and the glory of the Lord. I'm healthy and strong. Every cell in my body, every tissue in my body, every organ in my body, Every system in my body responds to the word of God 
and they function in the perfection that God has created them to function. All things are working together for my good. The lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. Yeah, I have a goodly heritage. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.